Is What's that? up, brother? What's up, man? How are you? I'm flipping the switch. It's a Monday when we're recording this. Yes. I, I quote, I don't want to say the phrase like, you know, from the commercial, have a case of the Mondays. Because it's not like. <laughs> I think know. that's from Office Space. Yeah. Originally, right? One of the great well, underrated yeah. movies. Yes, exactly. A case um, of the Mondays. And, you know, I, I've talked about this in the past, but I feel yeah. like it's very easy to be like, oh, today's a sluggish day. Or, yes. oh, today. Like, and you've just like committed yourself to defining a whole entire day. Right. And dude, it's like 10 35 a.m. right now. Right. So I'm not what I'm doing right now is I'm I'm fighting back against that. I'm flipping the switch. Yes. I now have an exuberant, energized, unstoppable yes. feeling kind of Monday. Because I said so. I'm just gonna manifest it, right? that. And uh rather than be beholden to this doom, you know, yeah. of uh, which I it happens. Um, you know, it's like, I think it's like human nature. We it's try to like thing. Sure. make patterns out of things and draw yeah. themes out of things, yeah. but we often like fill in the space with stuff that isn't there. Of course. Oh, in God. trying to make sense oh, out of it. Guilty. You know what I mean? Yes, of course. And like, like I do it like, Kaylee does it. Kaylee has like a thing where she thinks that like she gets bad Tuesdays every now and again. Okay. She's like, ah, uh, fuck. Like, She'll drop something and break right. something right. like 8 a.m. on a Tuesday. Sure. And right now, right for, she's like, oh, shit, here we go. I better strap right. myself. And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't. No, no, no. Now, no, no. now you're, you can't expect the bad because you get what you expect Very in, much in so. many ways. Again, not, not, so. It's not like it's like a, a, a law. But no. if, you, if you, that's like the 1% of the equation that you have some Eating. sway over. Feeding into the energy perpetuates right. similar energy, right? So, like, if right. you're going into things assuming bad outcomes, you know, it's like self-fulfilling prophecies are a real thing in, in many ways, right? Like, if you focus too much on things that seem negative or, um, you know, counter to your goals or counter to your prosperity, yeah, those outcomes are more, more likely, you know? And I, we all struggle with that. We all struggle with that, man. You know, it's like... um trying to prepare for worst case scenarios without dwelling on worst case scenarios. Right. Like that. Yeah, kind of, of course. And I think yeah. like, I think there's like a, if there's like a key tenant to something that I believe in, like if there's a foundational principle to my worldview, right. It would right. be like, um, you know, how there are funerals and some cultures that yes. are like more incredibly m morbid sure. and, um, it just it feels like a death, and I understand. Like, of course, it's human of nature. Of course, it's a painful thing, yes. right? But then, in some cultures, a death is a celebration. Sure. And they might do a three-day funeral, right? For lack of a better term, and they're celebrating the life, and they're meeting at the pub, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, and it turns into like a you know, it's a different kind of flip on it, which is like right. celebrate the person we've lost celebrate that we're still alive like of course and life is going to throw a million things at you and you always have an opportunity to either have the morbid funeral or to like celebrate what what oh. existed oh for sure right you know? and, and and like you know you so often hear people echo the sentiment like and i know i've said it before like what a shame it is right that like uh tragic circumstances are the thing that it takes to bring people together often right? sure 
And it doesn't even necessarily even mean like in the same room, just in connecting, right? Like yeah. you don't hear from somebody who, you know, might be dear to you, a family member, uh, um, you know, an old friend. And for whatever reason, circumstances, you know, just divide you and, there, you know, people get busy and you're out of contact with one another and then something bad happens, unfortunately, right? And then all of a sudden yeah. you're forced to come together and it's like, oh man, like I... I appreciate this person and their presence in my life. I wish it hadn't taken this to, Absolutely. to, to reconnect, you know? I, I I think so much of what you just said too, right, is like about um, the decision, right? Like the decision that I'm going to have a good day or it's going to be a shit day. And, and it is. I made, yeah. I've made that decision already, right? And um, I don't know if it's cliched, but I, I've heard uh, the concept of like uh, of gratitude and um, of uh, making this decision and having a certain mind frame, like almost in, in this sense, right? Uh, the difference between I have to do something and right. I get to do something. Sure. Right. Yeah. And like um, how many inherent blessings there are often, even in the stuff that seems arduous, but mm -hmm. you overlook those things because you're so caught up in like the, in the grind. Yeah. Um, and, and you lose that. I get to do this. What a blessing it is that I get to do this. It gets overshadowed by I, oh man, I have to do this. Right. And like the obligations of life, right. The obligations of life, you, like it's silly stuff too, right. Like, um, you have, like you're, you're, uh, you're half asleep and your dog wakes you up and you have to walk him. Right. Sure. And it's like, Oh man, I don't want to get up right now. Like, oh man, I have to right. Walk, I, right? Like that that immediate human impulse versus the fact that, like, oh man, here's my here's my dog, here's my best friend. Yeah. And I'm so lucky that I get to walk in this morning. And right. like the difference. The dog lives 15 years at max, you know, right. like if in, in freakish scenarios. Right. So like you right. don't even get a lot of time. No. In that in, in our on our scale things. Of course, of course. And let alone and then you talk about like being physically able to do something. Oh man. You know, like I was yeah. doing like some house yard work the other day, and I'm like, right. well, on the bright side of things, like six months ago i would have killed to have been able to use my arm like this of course so even though like i got like three hours of stuff here to do that's like physically you know tasking sure. Sure. uh i was begging for the ability to do that and i'm sure oh, hopefully man. knock on wood i live long enough to yeah. long for the days when i was physically able to do such things and so oh, of course it is all about mentality um uh, and you it, know and it an age related thing too, right. Is, is the thought that like, uh, you know, I've said this to you before. Right. But it's like, uh, um, you talk about like, you know, uh, perspective and you know, how you look at today versus like how you look at your youth and, and a decade ago or, or, you know, whatever, 20 years ago. Right. And you see things through that lens often as it relates to other people. Right. And you think to yourself like, um, oh man, you know, I'm not 25 anymore. But you're also the youngest you'll ever be again sure. right now. Oh, yeah. Right? And and so many times, right, that you get so caught up in things and you think to yourself, like, fuck, man, like, you know, uh, I wish this or that, um, you know, if uh, five years ago or 10 years ago I had done this or that, whatever, right? And, oh, man, you know, like, I'm not as – the perspective can be, like, you're not as young as you used to be or you can't jump as high as you used to or those kind of things, right? Um you have a little few more gray hairs than you used to those thoughts. And then you think to yourself, like, dude, when you're 60 or 70 or 80, you'll look back and be like, I was a baby. What was the, fuck of course, was what was I talking about? 
Yeah. What was I complaining about? What did right? I think I knew? <laughs> right. And that yeah, perspective and, and how you, you, to be aware of that in the present, I think makes you more grateful as opposed Absolutely. to like having to always think back of, oh man, 15 years ago when I was bitching about this or that, didn't I, I had it made being, being, pre being present in the moment and realizing like that you will feel that way someday. I think it builds in a little I bit. I think that's that like a, the, you know, we, we live in, these philosophical debates. And I yes, think that's yes. probably what the cast has turned into or yes. explorations. Right. Sure. But um, I think that that's like the tension of life in many ways. It's like sure. the balance versus like living long enough yep. and well enough to have a good long life, of but course. also knowing that it's not guaranteed and being in the moment and being present and the balance between those two is like oh, the tension man. of life to me. You know what I mean? Yep, like, yep, yep, of do you, oh, I'm not going to live forever. Is it YOLO? And I'm just going to go, you know, I'm like Ronnie Coleman every second of the, of the day until yep. the wheels fall off. And it's like, you know, and we know these guys, right? Like by yeah. the time they were like 30, totally, you know, went yeah. through what, people don't most people don't go through for 300 years of their of lifestyle course, course. versus what some people do like in the first 30 years right and i understand the appeal of both right like yes. i understand the appeal of um going balls to the wall yes you know until you're shaking like a, a shuttle on re-entry sure. you know on, in your life and uh living in the extremes like life nothing's guaranteed so i understand that yeah, and yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time you know, life is so precious. Right. You know? Of course. Do you want to just blow it out? And and you know what I mean? Like, well, right. Do you want to do you want to long haul it and then get the most out of it? Yeah. There's know? that tension, right? And it's funny too, right? Like uh, I know that there's like uh this is my own poetry slash lyricism slash the shit I've written over the years, combined with somebody way better, like Robert Frost or somebody, right? right. But the the concept, the concept is like, you know, uh what this is, you know, this is just me paraphrasing something I heard plus something I wrote and turning it into some kind of uh, Frankenstein, uh, sure. some liter literary Frankenstein, right? But uh, it was essentially like, uh, you know, what a shame it would be to like sort of run between the raindrops and tiptoe through right. the tulips only to arrive safely at death. Right. Absolutely. Right? And it's yeah. like, there's a fucking tension there, right? Yeah, it's that's like, a worst fear right there. No. Sure. Most right. people, I think, well, like, well, well, because you know, I, we want to live a long, healthy, vital life, and right. I want to be 90 and doing like active things. things, yeah. But I want to be 90 and doing active things. And I know that if you if you kill yourself, if you kill you, you know, not literally speaking, but if you kill yourself, right. you know, run yourself into put the your ground, body through too much, run yourself yeah. into the ground at 30, it's going to be really tough to do that at 90, right? But at sure. the same time you'll look, maybe you'll look back and think, oh man, like, why didn't I push myself more? And that's not just physically, it's in all, in every, in every realm, right? And it's like, yeah. there's, there's always that trade-off. No, always I mean, the, uh, one of the, um, I mean, I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but yeah. a couple of years ago, I saw a study and they pulled, um, I don't, I don't know if they only pulled men, but that's the bit of information that stuck with me. Sure. So they asked men on their deathbed what their greatest regret was. Yes. And the number one answer, like for, by far, was they worked too much. Sure. They regretted, sure. not that they they didn't regret like the the um, 
character that comes from hard work and no, uh, you no, know like sure. all that they literally yeah. regret the amount of minutes yes that they dedicated to their yes. professional life during their lifetime and what was in sacrificed. pursuit of a better life and what was sacrificed and, in the name of it right? and what right and, and right. all the things that they gave up yep. for that time time sure. with their kids or time with their family or yep. um you know their own pursuits outside of work whatever it was yeah. I, you know, I, I don't remember like a breakdown of the answers underneath that, but that sure. was the, by far, like the number, like 60% of the guys. And, you know, um, I, again, I don't know. It could be exactly the same for women, but I just remembered sure. that was, uh, uh, an answer. Um, and I think about that sometimes, you know, like that balance of, oh, uh, sure. trying to check all the boxes. It's tough. Oh, um, and there's tension and they pull, you know, life pulls you in, both directions. Every time you're choosing something to eat or um, how, what kind of day you're going to have, is this yep. going to be like a day um, strictly in the moment, indulgent, impulsive, whatever, or is this going to be a day that like I'm putting in the bank right? and that's, and it's, I'm investing in a longer time here. Right. You know, of course. Um, and every, you have a thousand decisions a day, but um you know, you gotta, I think like in a lot of ways, that's kind of what we do. What we do with G code is because we're trying to make those, some of those decisions um, more palatable, right? More convenient, right? Uh, more rewarding. Sure. You know what I mean? Like you buy uh, a high quality way, you buy a pre-workout that doesn't crash. You know what I mean? Like you make sure. that investment, you make that decision, you get uh, the collagen and the greens and the spices and the antioxidants right. from life. Right. And you're like, instead of dessert tonight, I'm going to have a peanut butter fuel right. or instead of the snack right now, I'm going to have a green apple uh, life, Right. you know, and we want to make it so like, all right, if you're going to make that good decision, you're making an investment, you're putting it in the bank. Like sure. we want it to get you high interest, we want you to like. We want you to have the best. This bank account is gonna have the best features. Like it's of gonna course. be there when you need it. It's reliable. Yeah. You're not worried. You're not gonna go there and find it's empty. You know. Right. Um, and so like you know, we're just trying to do a little tiny part of that equation, which is all comes down to people and the decisions they make. But like, all right, you're making a decision to live a healthier life, to improve your life, to improve your body, to improve your process, like. Here is a tool. Here's a weapon in that equation. Maybe this tilts things 1% in your favor versus oh, not. Maybe you're more likely to do it again because it tastes good. Right. Maybe you're more likely to do it again, like dream, right? For getting sleep, which is like the most underrated product we probably have. People need to get their hands on it. But, um, you know, the the what dream does for you without being habit forming like melatonin right. you can't take melatonin every yeah. night people do half people taking it don't even realize that well and then they're like i still can't sleep i don't know what yeah. it is well you know? you know that's that's one of those things those little nuggets not to take a, a, a you know a sharp right turn to science right but the reason that's we didn't we include the reason we didn't include melatonin in the dream formula and it's not because melatonin is inherently bad or anything along those lines but uh, the truth about melatonin is that melatonin is a hormone. Um, and uh, not unlike, uh, 
you know, testosterone, for example, right? Sure. Uh, your body produces a certain amount. And uh, when you introduce outside forms of it, exogenous forms yep. of it, your body always seeks homeostasis balance, right? It seeks uh, to regulate itself. So when, for example, someone uses an exogenous form of a hormone, takes it in in an excessive amount that's more than their body would naturally produce, your body seeking that balance says to itself, wow, there's too much of that in the bloodstream right now, or not even too much. There's just more than we need. There's plenty to go around. Sure. We can downregulate our own production of this. We don't, our endocrine system doesn't have to worry about it. We're this getting it from taking, somewhere else. We don't need to make it of, ourselves. Taking right. care of, right? So then uh, if for some reason a person stops taking this uh, outside form of it, your body's downregulated regulated in a way that now it's no longer producing it and there's none in your system, right? right. So that, that vital um, hormone in regulating your sleep is now not being produced by your body. And as such, you're completely deficient in it. And now your sleep is going to be completely undermined, right? So right. the so this is, thing that was supposed to help you right. now long-term has put you put your back against the wall right right and put you put you in a spot where um you know maybe it'll be a long time before you produce it again maybe it'll even be a short period of time before we produce it again maybe you'll never produce it again right you don't quite know and how will your sleep and then by extension every other aspect of your life be damaged right in, in of course during that process right of your body uh and we know, don't want to add uh, back on anyone that to find that out no like, you no. know why oh, so, even put yeah. yourself through that? Right. Um, and and, you and it's possible to to, to to alleviate your problems without reaching for that. And so, right. Yeah. And you understand you understand why people utilize it, how important sleep is, and how people become dependent on it without even realizing they're dependent on it, and then how they end up in that spot. So our thought when we formulated Dream was like, okay, how do we address all of the issues that people have with regard to sleep and promoting better quality sleep? How do we do that? Um, without including melatonin so that was sure. basically one of the one of the you know uh the points of emphasis going into formulating the product how do we um you know optimize a person's sleep and the recovery processes that come along with sleep uh without including melatonin in this formula? you know and we think that's one of the and things we've got going for it and we apply that uh approach to every ingredient of every yep. supplement Absolutely. every product and uh, you know again like we're just, it's all about the process that people are going through their yep. habits yeah. And the decisions. And so yeah. like, you know, if you're, let's like, if you're going to like eat a health, if you're going to decide like I'm eating a healthy meal, like you, you need to check all the boxes. You want to make sure. All right. Like I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm eating this maybe le less exciting food. Not right. that it has to be like saying, but I've decided to eat this less exciting meal. Right. Because I want to have more meals and live longer. And be healthier. Right. Of you course, know, of course. Um, and, you know, just to tie it all back in the beginning, you make this decision mentally. And, you, you know, your life is nothing but a series of a trillion of these calculations. For sure. You know, and yeah, so today I'm going to I'm going to make some good decisions. I'm going to yeah. turn this Monday. It's it's already turned around just from the juice of the cast. I That's already it. feel like I turn, made a turn. And those those good decisions snowball, I think, also, right? Uh, they they build upon one another, right? They they stack up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, people are like, oh well, I had two drinks already. Right. What is what's it matter if I top it off 
with 12,000 calories. Right. That's already an imperfect day. Sure. I might as well eat an entire Carvel ice cream cake. <laughs> sure. Because I've already cracked the seal sure. on this day of imperfect decisions. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I see, like, I, there's something about it where, like, that's just, like, human nature, I think. Yeah. You have to resist. But I'm always like, you know, just because it's, like, not the perfect day doesn't mean it needs to be a train wreck. You know yeah, what I mean? Course, like, of course. if you're doing if you if you have a clean day after that, right. that imperfect moment might just be incinerated by the good 24 hours it surrounds it. Very much yeah. so. Very much so. Very much so. And these things not, you know, um, well, two things, right? None of these things happening completely in isolation. And then at the same time, none of these things necessarily having to. snowball you know uh turn into something much bigger manifest themselves as right. something much negative bigger, momentum right? no no there's no need to right so they don't happen in isolation but at the same time you have the ability to isolate them set them aside right. and then move forward in a positive direction you know what i mean we're yeah. all human we all make these mistakes we all have you know shortcomings make you know uh, a bad decision but then it doesn't have to define the next one you know yeah it could be you know you might be into like resolutions which we like believe in people setting goals however so. works for them yep. and it's like december 28th and you're like well i'm gonna start this new routine on yep. uh new year's day or yep. the second yep i'm gonna add five days of carnage right. Right. <laughs> because i'm not gonna start until this like i'm oh, i'm right. gonna have i'm gonna do something on new year's eve it's not gonna be totally healthy one way right. or another I mind the whole five days is a while. <laughs> and it's like, wait, you just set yourself backwards five days. You could have started the 26th. Of course. You know, of and course. still do your New Year's Eve. Right. But, you of know, course. like, why not put yourself in a position to succeed? Very you know, just so. being thoughtful about these things. It's something I'm always working on and doing inventory on and trying to improve. But I think just like everyone. Right? Mindfulness you know? is one of those modern words. Of course mindfulness right like are you are you self-aware are you paying attention to some of the little stuff are you not blowing everything man right? talk about mindfulness man if you want to see like an, an a lack of mindfulness go okay. to any parking lot in like the tri-state area okay especially like a busy time when right. people are coming in and out of the store on foot back in in and out of parking oh, spots gosh. right dude it is like carnage yeah man. <laughs> carnage yeah, in yeah. the i don't know if it's a just a human thing or northeast but like yeah, yeah. where we have all these busy strip malls and and, yeah, yeah. and malls and the you know um highway retail stores and stuff like that man yes Sh uh shopping uh supermarkets yeah, yeah dude i see like i feel like 60 percent of the population is just on complete autopilot oh, without man. without yeah. thinking about anything they're doing whatsoever like i don't like people down they're looking down at a phone and just oh, like bro. wandering through a oh, light dude dude like you're yeah. thinking i think i'm thinking right here right now right about every day pretty much every day that i end up at the supermarket and they're just people now here's the thing right you come out of the supermarket and this is a you know i i don't know if this applies everywhere but in the northeast right you come out of the supermarket people coming out of the store there's like a, a presumed uh crosswalk the entire sort of perimeter of that supermarket 
So people sure. are walking out of the store and this car is supposed to yield to the pedestrians. Totally understood. Okay. They have the right of way. And so, so, and so yeah. they should. Okay. You don't want to hit anyone. That said, you are making quite an assumption, quite a risky assumption that everyone is hip to that, that every driver is hip to that. Every driver is paying attention. Every driver is fully aware of, right. of, of the, of those rights, of those yep. inalienable rights that you have. And then, as such, your, your lack of paying any attention whatsoever to, to the fact that there are multi-ton metal objects on wheels, right. <laughs> yeah, gasoline-powered, right, just right. driving around right in front of you, and you don't care to look up from your phone simply because you have the right of way. Like, dude, you are in the right. That said, that said, there you, are. Have you been here vehicles. before? Have you seen how people operate? You got to think at least one out of 10 of these cars yes. is looking at something other than you. That's it. Or thinking you know? about, I don't know what people are thinking about. Right. Like, I, you know, like a car's backing up and there's six cars behind it. And like one's half behind them, but they're going to yep. start backing up anyways. Yep. Oh, they can't quite back out. Well, but the car behind them can't move because there's yep. four cars. And it's like starts this game of like, Foggy eyed, like different sets of foggy eyed people staring at each other and confused. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, you know? very true. And yep. so the goal is to not join the flock of the unmindful. No, is to be self aware, right? You know, and, and not be on autopilot. Yeah. And you and no. make you know make better. Oh, sorry, I was just reading an email. I just got behind. Okay. Um, and and make conscious decisions and oh, not man. be, you know kind of uh, impulsively winging it through the maze. Right. And, you know, and, and and like something that I know I personally need to work more on, right, is being more focused and less scatterbrained, right? When I and when I say that, I just mean like the thought of like, I here I am in this moment doing X, Y, and Z, but my mind is thinking about, you know, T, U, and B. And like, that's, that's not ideal. It's not the most productive thing, but I find myself there a lot of the time, right? Where I'm, I'm in autopilot doing these certain things and my mind is fully focused on these other things. Right. Like I, I always, I, <laughs> I explain my mind to people like, you know, like I'm right here with you right now in this conversation, but there's like apps open in the background that are running <laughs> you know, right. the whole time, the whole time the apps are oh, running man. in the background, you know? And, and I got to say, in, in my internal, my, not even, not even, not even talking about the computer I'm on, my, my phone, these devices. I mean, the apps in my brain are work are running at the same time as like this this PC is operating and having this conversation with you. This robot is having this conversation with you at the same time. These apps are running in the background. Oh man! You know? And I, you know, I got a I got a full disclosure here. Yes. I have had a moment. Okay. Of being the brain dead. Yeah. Um, sure. Parking lot. Oh. Of driver, sure. dude. Years ago, Who among us hasn't. In the very parking lot, I used to curse for the most obscene transgressions, okay? I was pulling out of a spot and cut it short and hit a car parked. I'm exiting a supermarket parking lot, hit a parked car. Right. Pulling out of my spot. Yeah. I decided to pull through the empty spot in front of me. Yeah. And I'm turning out and I clip this guy's car, dent in the hood. Uh. He's sleeping in the driver's seat oh okay yeah. 
Oh, and no. it's Fourth of July. Oh, in New York City, and I'm in a oh, parking lot. God. And it's not my car that I'm driving, bro. Okay? Even oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm driving my friend's car. I run to the supermarket real quick before like a Fourth of July. I'm like, yeah, I'll go pick up the whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. right at the supermarket. I'm pulling out. Clip this guy's car, immediately fold in the front left of oh, his hood, oh. right? I get out. Nicest guy in the world pulls out his pocket Bible and starts reading to me about forgiveness. And oh, don't worry oh, about man. it, man. Wow. And you know, you know, like, like this like 60-year-old guy, like totally nice, who's snoozing in his car. Wow. And I, 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 we're like, you got to get a report two hours of sitting there. Right. Because it's 4th of July weekend. Sure, sure, sure. His car smashed in. I got to get a report. Yeah. Because yeah. I have to, I'm going to have to pay for this. You know? Yeah, sure, sure. Dude, absolutely the biggest pain in the ass. Totally no. my fault. It was just like immediately, oh, I'm the biggest moron in the world that I did this. So, you know, for all of my complaints, I've yeah. got a big strike oh, on the ledger. You know, well, one, happens. one, God bless that dude for being so fucking cool. Right. You hit the right yeah. dude. Right. But then the yeah. other thing I was thinking, too, right, is like, uh, you know what? You know, when the, the red flag came up for me on that whole conversation. When you said a parking lot and you were talking about New York City, because that right. alone, right, like anybody who knows yeah. New York City and now like not including, oh, Staten no, Island, not including yeah. Staten Island, but I feel like the other boroughs like man, like just even parking lots in New York City, like how real estate works in New York if people uh, haven't been there and how like <laughs> it's like, dense, a, dense yes, fact. Yeah. Yes. And how like yeah. uh, the, uh, you know, how valuable each inch of New York is in terms of real estate. So then these parking lots and the few spaces in them, how prized the spots are just to get in and out of a store. No, and the flow and of traffic the they're, they're... for it involved in just getting a spot. And, and just it's everything well comes along with it. It's you think like, oh well, it will have to be well designed because oh, no. if it's no, not, no, then no. it's a total clusterfuck. Right. And it's like, no, it, no man, you could. It's like we're yeah. having a street fair in this eight blocks radius today. Yep. Everything's blocked. Yep. And you're like, how can? You, there's only yeah. one road, and it's blocked. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, yep. you know, it's like I gotta, I have to get to the other side of this, and it's yeah, blocked. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you know, like that happens all the time. Yeah. And I was like. Well, rather than back up and right. go in this other direction, not that it's an excuse, right, but sure. it's one of the hundred variables that led me to drive forward through the empty space in front sure. of me, which I, if I hadn't felt the need to do that, I never would have been done the idiotic thing and cut it short. Of course. But, you know, again, also, of course, I'm like, hurry in. You got to get out of here. Fuck yeah. all this shit. Like you just yeah. have this fuck all this yep. shit kind of attitude yep. gets into yep. your veins, you know, yeah, like, for sure. You know, either you're in the car, pissed at the people crossing in the crosswalk when you're trying to turn, or you're at the crosswalk, pissed at the car trying to turn in front of you when you're trying yep. to finally walk. Like, yep. there's just constant tension like that. And uh, again, none of this is any excuse. I totally cut it short and clipped this guy's car. Like, sure, sure, sure. totally inexcusable. You know, but uh, I'm like rookie is that, with my yeah. 15 year old, you know, with my uh, <laughs> you just permit. Got your permit. <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's yeah. how bad it was. Yeah, but it's like I said, it's just it just that shit happens, and like yeah. and like I said, I I just see it happening like every 15 minutes in that same parking lot all year round. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. You that's know? why the cops don't even come. Like, happen yeah. again. Uh, while you're waiting for the cop, there was an, another one happened while you were waiting for for them to come for yours. They're like, we yeah. only come once there's been three. Yeah. Yeah. We do <laughs> three at one. 
Yeah, three at once. For but, sure. Uh, yeah, so, but doing my best to not be mindless. Yes. And floating through things to be yes. deliberate. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. To let, to take control of your life and not feel like uh, this harsh, cruel, tough orb. To, Inten- you know, intentional, one of right? the, Intentionality. I the only orb yeah. we know of where life yes. is able to exist. It yes. is a precious, precarious, challenging environment. Right, and the, so, the uh, and the almost uh, unimaginable odds that you happen to even be here right now on at this, this time onset orb, you know, I need to be del- need to make to the most of that. It's so and true. Be deliberate. It's so true. Like you know, they talk about the uh, incalculable odds of just your family's bloodline existing long enough for you to be born. Yeah, <laughs> it's like right, impossible, completely impossible. You know that we're even here right now. Like and we already won the lottery. Don't need to buy a ticket, man. Big time. Big time. Speaking, so speaking of which, of, right, yeah, speaking which okay. we both right, have right, speaking well, of witches. Let's you, see okay. it's the same one. All right, well, no, well, well, you're speaking of which, uh, when you said winning the lottery, just made me think of numerology right. and made me think of Oh, yeah, hit me with some numerology. Okay, Always not good. really. Numerology might not be the right word, but just the significance of a date, right? Okay. So today, today is November 13th, right? It actually was just 11.13 a.m. on 11.13.23. Look at that. 11.13.23. Uh, November 13th, it happens to be my significant other's birthday, Tara. Oh, wow. Also, Happy birthday, Tara. Also my dad's birthday. Oh, right. I remember this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, now beyond that, my dad's big sister, Donna, it's also her birthday, not his twin, just his right. big sister. It's also her birthday. Wow. His birthday. And Tara's a twin. So right. Uncle Uncle Dame, her brother Dame, Look is that, also man. his birthday. So November oh 13th is such an insane day, like in my family, like it's the craziest thing. And just the thought, right? Like that you think about like the most consequential people in your life and the thought that Tara and my dad's birthday are the same day to me has always blown my mind. Always yeah. blown my mind. Just the coincidence yeah. and happenstance of that makes you feel like it's more than coincidence and happenstance. You know what I mean? Hey man, lean into it. That's you fun. Know? I think, you know. Yeah. It's just cool. It's just cool. Like you feel like they, sometimes things are meant to be for certain reasons, you know. It's just wild, wow. Absolutely. So November yeah, no, that wasn't Tuesday. that wasn't my. I was just gonna say. Speaking of uh, being deliberate, you yes. said you had some training. Yeah. Sure. Um, going on. There's been lifting of weights. Is that accurate to say? Yes, there is always a consistent lifting of weights and the uh, the never ending pursuit of doing that better. Right. And yep. consistently coming up short on that, but trying to do a little better each time. Um, I know that, you know, I do my best as a part of just as a part of what I care about and find interesting, but also as a part yeah. of what we do on a daily basis. Um, try to pay attention to like trends in physical culture. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, something that I came across lately and it's uh, words and names that have been conversations that have come up uh, on the cast over the years. Um, right is uh, the idea of high intensity training, hit training, right, and um, you know uh, lower volume, more intense workouts, right. Doing sure. More doing more with less, and the Mike Menser uh, Dorian Yates style of training, right, and uh, training with less frequency and less volume, but more intensity, getting more out of less, right, mm-hmm. and how there is a massive push. Uh, in the youth physical culture behind that concept right now. And Mike Menser, who's sort of like this radical, he was a bodybuilder, but also like sort of this radical 
physical culture philosopher with regard to mm -hmm. his training style and whatnot, built on the principles of Nautilus, the Nautilus machines and Arthur Jones, uh, the, the concept of uh, like just sort of like circuit training and one set of uh, multiple exercises, a few of them sure. go all out and that's it. And then, and then you let your body rest, right? And yep. the lifting is only a catalyst for further progress and you don't do it until your body's fully recovered and then you do it again, right? And you push yourself right. a little harder, a little heavier. Right. Right. Um, so there's a huge push um, behind sort of the these Mike Mentor philosophies. And you can see it on Instagram. It is everywhere. There are just reels with Mike Mentor talking and uh, images of Mike Mentor and, and the thought of this training and how like I feel like there is very much like a movement in that direction. And if you're like 25 and younger and just getting into lifting weights there's a very good chance like that this is going to be like the initial impression made upon you about how what it is circuit training out. less circuit training and more um low volume high intensity training so like one or two sets of a couple exercises all out and that's your workout interesting you know? yeah get in and get out there's a guy there's a kid kid i you know i i don't say that to be uh demeaning um but a young a young man i i, I think he's like college age um his name's sam sullick have you come across mm -hmm. him have you come across uh, him? i don't think so okay so sam sullick he's a bit of a um sensation an influencer okay. sensation yeah but i would say in large part for good reasons highly articulate i think he might be a student at brown okay um jacked Right. And then there's speculation about like, of course, because it's the internet, why is he so jacked, so young, and all that sure. comes along with that, right? right? All the insinuation that comes along with that. But um very uh sort of understated, modest in how he dresses, um, and uh really like I said, physically developed, but also um I think has like a very strong sense of self and is very articulate and intentional about what he does at a very young age, you know, like beyond right. well beyond his years. Sure. Um, and he's got a huge following and i think that he sort of he sort of opened the door to this philosophy catching fire with young people because if you're 16 and just getting into working out and you see this guy who's 20 mm -hmm. and he's that well developed and he's that competent at explaining why he does what he does and then you find out oh this is the root philosophy behind what he does well, no, so that's, what's that's low volume for him? Okay, what's, like so, a, what's like a week look like? Right. So, I mean, I, I would think like, you know, um, just to use like, we could use Dorian as an example, but like Dorian trained four days a week mm -hmm. and his entire workout was like 45 minutes. Right. And the workout consisted of like a couple warm-up sets and then an all-out set to failure, maybe with, if, if you're working with a training partner, maybe with a spotter with force reps sure. and negatives and um or or what's called rest pause right where you do something until you can't do another one you rest and then you do right. another rep you rest right and you, right and you, it's sort of like that right so these these um intensity techniques sort of added in uh so if, if you normally might say if if mark bernardi might normally say go in there and do five sets of bench press now what you're doing is one or two warm-up sets and then you're trying to squeeze all of the benefit from those other three sets that you would have done out of one set, one all out set. And right. the thought being that uh, your ability to channel that 
sort of focus and intensity um, and create the muscle damage in that one set that you would have uh, over many sets uh, will facilitate faster progress. Right. Interesting. And, and well, and, and one of the, and here's the thing, like I told you that I, I, you know, my, one of my, my uh, phrases that I use all the time, right. Is that with mastery comes efficiency. So you start to just naturally realize that, Oh, I don't need to do eight of these. And you know, I don't need to do all yeah. this stuff. And if they're at 30 set workouts, because I can get more out of less, right. And with less mileage, I can dr- impossible concept, right. right. But I can drive further with less mileage. Right, right. Sure. That, that that concept, right? Um, and and what one of the things, one of the precepts of this high intensity training that does speak to me and does make a lot of sense, almost on a logical level, beyond just my love to be in the gym and want to yeah. work out, right, is the idea that like you can go in there today, right? And let's say you can go in there today and squat and train legs, go really heavy get an have an incredible workout right feel like mm-hmm. you really got out of it check every box for yourself right now you crushed your legs but for whatever reason two days from now your legs feel fine right you're yeah. sore you got through that process you did so well you took all your supplements you know you drank your eyes your cheeks, yeah, yeah. your fuel you ate really well you got great nights of sleep you've optimized your, your recovery your muscle recovery right the the concept is that just because your muscles have recovered does not mean your central nervous system has recovered. Right. Right. And that sort of in the background, like we're talking about the apps running in the background, in the background of your, your, um, of your body and your performance on a daily basis is also the concern of sort of the compounding onslaught of all of your activity on your central nervous system. Right. And even if you are good at, muscle recovery it doesn't necessarily mean you're great at cns recovery right and and so like even in a situation where your biceps feel like they're not sore anymore i could go train arms again maybe it's not the best thing to do because maybe your results and progress and the productivity from that workout won't be as optimal because your cns is still uh sure recovery right so it's like it's it's a it's adding in another component to training, another consideration. Like, okay, just because maybe my muscles feel recovered at this moment doesn't mean my whole body is recovered at this moment. And maybe that extra rest will be more beneficial. And then that next workout will be much more productive because I allowed for more recovery. Makes and sense. Trying, trying to balance those things, right? And and for me personally, it's like, can you chase that that optimization of uh volume and frequency? And all these aspects that make your training so productive without the crutch of laziness, right? Because I often think to myself, all right, well, yeah, but how much of this is like an excuse to not train, Yeah, <laughs> right? Sure. And people just wanting more, I want more for less. I want right. more for less. I want more to make more and work less, right? Like. And, right. you know, the mind is tricky. The mind tricks people. The mind sure. Sure. Uh, has a way your subconscious of giving you what you want to do or don't want to do or justify it or don't justify it. Like I was saying with the, you know, had two drinks. So what does it matter if I eat, you know, three fried food meals after that sure. versus not fried? Sure. I already had a couple of drinks. Well, these excuses and stuff like are real easy 
they 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 make it a real smooth decision sometimes for people. Right. You know, they guide people down the wrong step. So um I think, you know, like you said, as long as you're doing the inventory and being aware and making sure that like, oh, I'm not building in a rest day because I just don't feel like doing it. Right. It's because I'm trying to stick to this guiding principle. Sure. And be rigid with that and yeah, yeah, yeah. see if it's more effective. Right. You know? Right. And it's like a trade, it's constantly a trade-off, right? Because it's like I I um you know, my body is so used to and adapted to uh training six days a week, let's say, right? So uh and and so to do that and to have it be productive and to have it not be a negative. I have to make these workouts more focused, more brief, less mm-hmm. voluminous, less long, right? They can't be marathon workouts, right? I need to make them more focused and productive. And then like, I need the discipline and I know it sounds silly, but I, then I need the discipline to say like, okay, it's Sunday. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to lift. I'm not going to do cardio today. It's not going to hurt me not doing that. It doesn't mean right. I'm not d- dedicated or disciplined or determined. Sure. It actually is what I need to do so that I can do it again next week. And it's good for me. This rest is good for me, right? Right. And having those internal conversations and getting comfortable with that fact and really how, realizing how beneficial, you know, uh, that that rest time is. And, you know, I've, I've heard people say before, like uh, uh, Dorian, again, talking about like when he meets somebody who tells them like they're not making any progress. Uh, our buddy Paulie from, from Staten Island uh, said that he met Dorian like in the 90s or 2000s. And, uh, you know, he was talking to Dorian about what he does. And and Dorian said, listen, man, go home tomorrow, take whatever you're doing and cut it in half. Right. right. Six months from now, take that and cut that in half. Right. Because he was so, as we all are, so eager to make progress. He, he found, found out that he was doing too much. And the perspective was like, you're doing too much. Just do, do less, but do it better. Right. And like, you don't want to trade your enthusiasm, right? Uh, but at the same time, you realize like that it takes a certain amount of of discipline to build in that rest time, which is going to help you be more productive. You know, yeah. And, and and like, and I think if you really love this stuff, you tend to overtrain. I know me personally, I tend to overtrain it. And one of the other things along the line of of uh, take whatever you're doing, cut it in half. Then six months from now, take that, cut that in half. Right. Along the same same lines. They talk about like some of the advice that Dorian will give somebody who says like, Hey man, I'm not making any progress. All right. Here's what I'm doing. Here's my train. I'm not making any progress. What he would say is take two weeks off. Yeah. And then come back to it because of, I think the case that, and you know, it, it just is what it is. And we're all doing whatever we're doing for whatever reason we're doing. And a lot of time it's more than just physical. I know that's the case for myself. Right. But a lot of times, really dedicated to this stuff, you're in like a chronic state of being overtrained. And if you give your body that rest, either deliberately or like because you had an injury or because you were sick or because something terrible came came up or whatever came up that you were not able to work out, things came up and you didn't work out for a week or two weeks, it actually might be good for you, right? And it's hard for us to imagine that, but I think there's a lot of truth to it. I think there's a lot of truth to it, you know? I, yeah. I, I think back to Greg Long. You remember, you remember Mr. Long? Of course. You know, he's still in his 70s, hammering it every day, right? Like burying 18-year-olds in their workouts. And I remember him telling me that every six weeks he took a week off. And I was like, and in my head, I was like, oh, man, I can't, I can't take, I couldn't take a whole week off. Hey, but I'm thinking to myself, hey, you know, maybe he's training at 75. 
on a level that 35-year-olds aren't training because he does that. And yeah. he's been doing that for a long time. And every six weeks, he gives his body a break. And then he comes back to it. And, and those those necessary breaks that he's scheduled into his lifestyle are so beneficial. It's keeping him going this strong for this long. You know? I mean, you know, you can't, uh, you know, you, you, if you slam on the brakes and use them too much going downhill, they start smoking. You know, sure. I mean? like you gotta, sure. you gotta give them, you gotta pause it sometimes and uh, let something uh, get stronger and stay stronger rather than constantly tax it. For you sure. know, it can for break sure. Um, for, sure. for sure. So, you know, it goes, it all goes back to being mindfulness and everyone's different. It's the thing. Very true. You have to learn yourself and you have to be mindful so that you can do the inventory and notice how things impact you and what you respond to and realize that like, and see, this is a, I'll tell you one of the biggest lies that I've seen in our industry and in the fitness world is this, is the, is the idea that everyone's identical. Oh, And this is like the last thing that any, like so many people are selling a certain methodology or a certain product or a certain lifestyle. And it's because they're going after developing a personal brand so that they can be an influencer who's known for their thing. Right. I have to have a thing because I'm the guy who has a thing. Like, right. to, and I'm the influencer. I talk about the thing. I yep. push the thing. You yep. need the thing. Yeah. Right. And that's like, like the the way that commerce happens in this country and in our culture. And so um, it's like the model. Right. Right. And everyone out there is like, well, I want to get better. I want to be healthier. The quality right. of the food that I eat does on a general basis does not make me a healthy person. Right. You know, you go into a supermarket, 95% of the options are not nutritious and ideal, right? Right. They say like only shop around the edges of the store instead of going down the aisles. Such Because if you go down the aisles. One of the most brilliant things I ever heard. The first person who ever mentioned to me is Sam Bird, the powerlifter. And I thought to myself, uh, also an attorney, also a very smart guy. And he said he said that to me, and I was like, "Man, that's absolutely brilliant, right?" Because right. the, the least all the junk food, is in the middle. The right. least processed food is around the perimeter. It's around, and the other thing too, right? If you take it at one step further, right, is the uh, capacity to refrigerate things is easier sure. on the perimeter, right? Because it's near the walls, fresher right? and right it's near the spoil, walls where you can plug so it's in. Got something good in it. <laughs> it's near the walls where you can plug in the coolers and plug in the fridges and all that stuff, right? Near the yeah. walls, right, where the electricity yeah. is, right? It's the a building's just set up for that, right? So the process stuff that can last forever is in the <laughs> middle. It's full of terrible shit. The, the funions in the middle. Are in the middle. Yeah. That's it. There's unlimited yeah. fun, unlimited funions in the middle. Right? That's it. But if you walk the edge of the place um, where they need to be able to refrigerate things and whatnot, right? Because it sure. can spoil because it's got uh, components in it that aren't going to last forever because they're not highly processed. Uh, that stuff's around the perimeter of the place, right? So the meats, uh, the uh, the fruits and vegetables, uh, the dairy products, those are around the edges of the building. And I'm like, wow, that yep. makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Yeah. And so, you know, people are under assault in many ways. And um, because of that, they're looking for solutions. They're looking for defenses. They're looking for ways to fight back. Sure. 
And it's so sexy to just say, oh, there's just one thing. Yeah. There's just one thing you need to think about. There's yep. just one decision you need to make. There's really just one rule. There's, you know, you no longer eat carbs, you know, or oh, you man. only eat carbs or oh, you, you know, you like, and it's, it's always like one <laughs> thing. And that's right. bullshit. Anyone selling you on like the one thing of is bullshit. You know, we've talked about probably like 10 different, 20 different approaches over the years. Yeah. And you know what? All of them are effective for certain people. For sure. All of them can be effective for one person. Sure. You know, it's and your all, discipline and, 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 yeah, yeah. and so many other things matter. And there are ways that are, you're going to be less likely to follow the, the uh, a certain restrictions, depending on your personality, sure. what kind of food you have around you, what schedule is. Do you have kids? Yeah. All right, well, what do they eat? What's in the pantry? Right? right? right like, sure. all right, you better not have like uh, no graham crackers yeah, plan yeah. if you have your kids yeah. in. If there's constantly a bowl of graham crackers of finished on the counter, you know? Of course. And so... Um, and that they'll do, you know, and these and these methodologies all have good some good stuff going for them, right? But it, they don't have so, to be absolutist, you know, uh, uh, absolutist dogmas for how to live your life. But there's stuff to extract from every. You could come people up. People are could, tired so and overwhelmed. You could tell and me, like, don't want to make a hundred decisions. They're just like, what's could, the one thing? I don't eat anything blue. Perfect. You can name me every cliched diet that there is out there, diet fad that people are, diet fad religion yeah. uh, that people are, adhere to and throw it at me from the most outlandish to the most uh, to the most mundane. And I will, I'll be able to talk, find you stuff from it that's got some validity to it and is, and is quality and that you and I could build upon to eat better. Like there's no doubt, no doubt. But there's someone out there that every single aspect of it is, is, infallible and you need to adhere to it that's not that's generally not the case this is like maybe it's cynical but like here's a million dollar idea for anyone out there who feels like scamming (laughs) you don't want to get your scam scam on (laughs) assuming this doesn't already exist i got scos scam of the week presented by g-code new brand brand. yep let's go new segment all right so just pick a color okay and start telling people they should only eat foods that are that color. Yep, sure. And now you've got the green diet or the blue diet or yep. the yellow diet or the red, red diet. diet. Yep. Whatever color you pick. Yep. Right? Like you only eat purple potatoes, yep. grapes. And yep. <laughs> you're gonna do the purple diet. Yeah, sure. Now you're the purple diet guy. Yep. You gotta create at purple diet guy. Right. And just make a video a day of you eating something oh, purple. Man. Oh, bro! And I've then seen, I've seen, and I've then like seen, you I feel post like a picture of someone eating something yellow. Yep. And you're like, oh my god. Yep. I can't believe this person doesn't want to live well. Right. Or, or sabotaging per- themselves or, with some yellow. Or a picture of someone out there eating something purple, and you're like, oh man, see, he's proven it. He proven it yeah, right just now. Someone living it, it right now. You know, chiseled. Yeah. Eating, eating purple. purple. There it is. That's the reason then, he's chiseled. And I'd love to tell anyone like that's that would work. And these yep. very simple one law guy restricted yep. to one thing, things work. And yep. uh, the reality is like you have to be mindful, pay attention to what works for you, try different things, but give them a good shot and be consistent with them for a while and see how they adjust. You know, see see of what course. results you get. And like that that deliberate 
trial and error that's personalized to your body, sure. your lifestyle, your habits, your appetites, all those things. Like that's the code that you have to kind of crack. Uh, you know, bro, absolutely. And you know, man, I think it, I, I already see a good future cast segment where okay. we can break down. We could be, take a list of like, say the 10 most popular diet feds. Sure. And pull out of them what's worthwhile because there's definitely there is definitely like i said if we sat here and went through whatever those popular diet fads are we could absolutely pull out valuable worthwhile stuff that everybody could benefit from without making it who you are as a human being <laughs> without right. making your identifying principle and without uh the rigidity that one makes it difficult to adhere to right and sure. then two makes it um potentially negative uh, because it's so rigid and it's so uh, clearly delineated and it's so exclusive, right, to other things that now it's becoming a negative, right? So like, yep. there's so much positive to be extracted from all this stuff uh, without you having to buy in whole hog 100% on it. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing people's desire to, to go all in on some of these things um it is to the detriment of those people and and ultimately undermines whatever the good stuff is to, to all these diets you know yeah and unfortunately that's why like people 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 will uh do something for like a month right and then it burns out because it's well, not sustainable that's it right they what they one of the uh, another cliche right is that the best diet the best training program in the world is the one you're most able to stick to. Sure. Right? It's not, oh, here's the ideal thing and the ideal conditions for the ideal athlete. And here's here's how here's how they would eat under these conditions. No, no. It's what approach is going to serve you the best for the longest period of time and are you most likely to stick to? Because that's right. the best thing possible. That's the yeah, best and everyone's possible. so different. I mean, people work out at five o'clock four yeah. o'clock in the afternoon yeah. Yeah. we work i'm guessing you're still a morning i am i like to me it's like get it done first yeah. thing yeah there's no way in the world i would have thought like wake up and exercise work out at six nope. i would have never thought that when i was like 16 nope me neither like that that'll be when i'm going to the gym like there is nope. no way in a million years and so um these things change and everyone's different and if you're and just on that one variable alone, that would determine which G code pre workout I'd recommend. Yeah, that's true. Of course. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, of course. I Big would time. say, I would Big say, time. if you're training in the morning, like go for a triple X, which sure. Baja is back, Woo! by the way. Is it ever? Baja Blades, Vice Triple X. Already drank some today. Already there you drank go. some today. 420 yep. milligrams of caffeine. Yes, indeed. In a single scoop. Yes, right? indeed. Versus how much is in a single scoop of vice pre-workout? Original vice, 200 milligrams. Right. If, if I'm working out at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock today, right. I'm going to take vice. Right. Because I know my – I've been mindful of caffeine sensitivity and know sure. 420 milligrams of caffeine for me at 5 o'clock right. means I'm not going to sleep. And I'm not going to sleep. And now tomorrow I'm, I can't – I'm going to work out in the morning – like I like to do or yeah. do anything with yep. no sleep. Yep. And now I've started this vicious cycle all because yep. I wasn't paying attention or thinking about that. Back, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and noticing that it affects me. It took trial and error to realize when I can have how much caffeine. 
You right. know? And then that's the thing too, right? It's like the idea of like uh, balancing your goals and what's most important, right? Because it's like, okay, um, I here's product X, let's say it's vice triple X, right? And I find it to be uh, so effective at having great workouts. Uh, so this one specific day, I wasn't going to get to the gym until 9 p.m. And I need to have an awesome workout. Right. So I'm going to slam triple X at 9.30 at night. And I'm a guy who tends to be, you know, uh, sensitive to caffeine. So now uh, I'm going to be up all night. Okay. Right. And I had an awesome workout, bro. But I didn't sleep. Yeah. So that awesome workout is being undermined by the fact that I didn't get any rest. Right. Yeah. And, and now your like, next workout's half as good. And my recovery is undermined and all that. So the, the thing that I wanted most out of that workout, uh, beyond just the actual moment of training being ideal, is the, the goal that I was after, the progress that I was after was completely undermined because I undermined my recovery because I couldn't sleep that night, right? So it's like, okay, you know, we try to create products that build in that flexibility. So like you're saying, if you train early in the day, if you have a high uh, tolerance for, for stimulants, for caffeine specifically, then you can get away with using Vice Triple X. If you're somebody who trains later in the day or is ultra sensitive to caffeine, then maybe original Vice is better for you. And it's like, you, you got to keep that in mind based on, you know, yourself personally, like you're saying, you've said before already, and we've talked about yep. already, how different everybody is, right? How everybody's physiology is different. It's got to personalize it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, we got 10 minutes left okay. here. Yes, and so we got to get to the dirtiest thing we've eaten, our weekly segment on yes. what atrocious disaster hit our diet. Yes. But there is one other thing I wanted to say. Uh, I wouldn't say I've been like regularly doing it, though I okay. might try to start like make it be a thing. But like, nice. um, you know, I've always been in search of like the next what's the next album to listen to? What's the next thing to watch? I'm not very like, let's watch that again. Let's sure. watch that over and over and over. Yes. It's like a couple classics, you know, it's like star Wars is on TV. You right. know, I'm, right. I'm, you know, Rocky, uh, Empire Strikes Back is yeah, on yeah. TV. Like yeah. it's tough to turn that off. So don't get right. me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm reruns. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, one thing that I haven't done in a while and I've started to do and I want to make a habit of is rewatching yeah. films I loved from like 20, 25 years ago. Sure. Okay. During like the iconic mid nineties, early nineties, late nineties era where all these like amazing American filmmakers were in their prime. And sure. so in that vein, I get uh, this weekend, I rewatched the reservoir dogs for the first time. In a really long time. Wow. I, man, I must have been. And talk about it. Talking about a movie that's like impactful and impressionable on us, right? As young men. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, and there's so many movies like that, that I'm like, you know, they're, I cherish these things. Yes. And I haven't watched them in so long. Sure. And it's like, okay, I could probably recite them verbatim. But, right. you know, I have different eyes than I had when they came. these films came out. I've seen right. more of life. You know, um, yeah. uh, you think about how like digital effects have evolved sure. and now the average like television show, like a Netflix show could have a $10 million budget for one episode. Sure. And it's like David Fincher's director. You know, and it's like the resources behind the stuff are like unimaginable sure. compared to things. And so, um, 
you know, a lot changes over time, oh, capabilities and culture and, and us as a viewer. That's so a big one, too. It. That's yeah. a big one, too, man. Right. Like your level of sophistication, your life experience, um, you know, and it's even as much as right. And that's going to be off. Let me just throw this in there. It's even as much as a movie you saw when you were 12. That like a comedy you saw when you were 12 that you loved. Right. Sure. And then you see it again 15 years later and you still love it. But now you get a bunch of the jokes that you missed when you were 12. Right. Sure. In that same way. Right. Like it's the same person watching it and you still love and appreciate it. But now it's more sophisticated and nuanced. And because you've evolved, your understanding of, of this thing and your appreciation for this thing has evolved. And it's like, man, like, you know, watching some of those films just as the more evolved you know, more experienced version of yourself is, is that's crazy. That's crazy. I think about some of the stuff that I love so much that I have, like you're saying that I haven't seen in 20, 25 years. And I wonder how, how it, how it lands now as compared yeah, to. Yeah. And is it as good? Does it, you right. know, like uh, I'm a little older than Kaylee and I watched a bunch of stuff she had never watched. And so when right. we were first dating, I'm like, Oh my God, you've never seen the wire. We like, we got to watch the wire. Like you have to yep. see the wire or, yep, yep. um, uh, the shield was another one right, right. like we got to yeah. see the shield and like we're going we went down the list of like you know the upper echelon of stuff and it was like well what holds up and what doesn't the shield was one that held up so well right years later right that where i was like surprised like i always thought it was awesome and i yeah. watched it in real time you know seven or eight seasons like on tv awesome. and loved yeah, the yeah. whole thing yeah but incredible even better now interesting it is like way up on my list wow it is finished the ending of it is like the best of all shows they had the best ending and uh, like so like things like that where i'm like ah i gotta put it ahead of a couple other shows that like ending a show is not easy it goes sideways a lot of times when you get the end of a series and so yeah um that's one that's a mixed bag or it's a mixed bag right where one person loves an ending and one person hates it Right, like, well, there's certainly both like have valid, valid perspectives. Ones. Yeah, when you sure. get to the great all-time shows, there's yeah. a bunch like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Reservoir Dogs, man, I watched that this weekend. You know, it's funny to watch it now, and you realize like how young Harvey Keitel is in it, and right. Buscemi and Tim Roth right. are like kids. Right. Sure. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I recommend watching it, and like, there's one like moment and scene that like stuck out to me, which was like really awesome. You know, in the film, and sorry, spoiler. I do yeah. I have to say that if it's twenty years old. I mean, you shouldn't have. But people to, but might not have seen chance. it because it's twenty yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, All right. Well, spoiler anyways, alert! Spoiler alert! Go ahead. Spoiler alert! There is an undercover character in the film, right? And they're in a, like a dangerous situation, and they work their way into a criminal underworld mm-hmm. as an undercover police officer, and they're like going out to like a really important meeting. Yep. To like secure their position and get in. No, they're like in and they're like a little worried that they're going to be found out. This is high risk. These are violent people could go sideways and that's it. And he's like about to walk out the door and he stops. Yeah. And he looks in the mirror and he gives himself like a fucking pep talk. Like they're fucking buying your shit, man. You are in, man. You fucking got this done man and just like going off and like and you can see he's doing it because if he doesn't do it he's dead 
Yeah. Like he's like Steve's he was like right. he was not ready to go. He had to like yeah. stop and look in the mirror and tell yeah. himself like yeah. this is not gonna like you. We talk about like personally manifesting stuff. Yeah, he was like, I need to manifest. <laughs> Uh, this is life or death manifestation here. I'm going to look yep. at myself in the mirror and convince myself that like, this isn't going to backfire and I'm yep. toast getting yep. into this car right now. So awesome moment, favorite scene in the film. Yes, One that I didn't even really, I remembered it, but like this time seeing it first time in a while really stuck yeah. with me. So awesome. um, maybe awesome. I'll try and do that and, and pick through a couple of the other classics and uh revisit them with fresh eyes wasn't you know? too much of a spoiler alert that wasn't too much of a spoiler alert. i i hope i hope some people go watch reservoir dogs because of you mentioning that oh amazing awesome. amazing Pretty awesome um all right oh it's time most anticipated now the food cast. i'm dying for a case of fat boy sunday to fat boy sunday we got 30 tacos on the table Colossal give it up quarter the pound bowl burgers. of cereal 115 breakfast a couple of sixers wow. eight donuts okay. Reese's pops are better than peanut butter captain crunch so they're taking stem cells and they're making hamburger meat i'm generally a ben and jerry's guy peel and eat shrimp that's my thing fried toenails some man- they're pretty manly kind of fucking snack Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls eat this whole fucking tray the dirtiest thing you've eaten food cast stack again the food cast. All right. Hey, Here we are. There we go. All right. What so, everybody's been waiting for. We got the a best, couple minutes the here for, last. for the Eatons. Eatons. Dirtiest Eatons. I'm going to be honest. I ate a okay. pint of Talenti gelato. All right. That's there's, you know, that's not, there's nothing to be. Hey, look, of. you know. Hey, look. Right. I, what flavor? I Talk to me about the flavor. So, so I'm, not judge- I'm not judging you yet. Talk to me about the flavor. It is like a uh, caramel chocolate with cookie bits oh, in it. Kind of layers. Oh, you can't go wrong. It's deal. It was like a, I think it, they might have like a subcategory of Talenti yeah, called yeah, layers. Yeah. Sure, I think Where like do, your, yes. As you go through, it's like a cross-section of an ingredient. Yes, yes, yes. And so, uh, yeah. I feel nice. like, I, you know, this is like, just me, you know, we see people who like pixie dust some of yes. their supplements. They do fugazi yes, yes. things, and we're always We've like, had this conversation before about fixins, how much fixins in your Yes, in your ice cream. and I but feel like we would like wake up in the middle of the night guilty if we tried shenanigans. Of but course. there's no shortage of shenanigans to be of found course. looking around. And so, one thing that I thought was as I was eating the thing, I was like, you know, there's something about how they do the layers of the Talenti layers. Right. Where I bet there's like 3% less stuff in a pint. Right. Like they then saved it, some money by putting it into layers. Interesting. You know, like it doesn't settle. Right. So it's not all mixed together and compacted. Right. It's right. kind of like this lighter. Yeah. Layers of stuff. And then, yes. you know, like they probably were like, it's also, it's the same stuff we put in a flavor, but if we put it in layer form, it costs three percent less. Interesting, interesting. So, I, th- I could, I, I, I would not be surprised. You know, you saying that too reminds me of there's like a classic cast moment where I talked about like getting a Blizzard and not Dairy Queen, but a comparable type product at a different, um, right, uh, a different ice cream shop, and there was too much fixins in my Blizzard. Sure, right. Yeah, I think I mean, that's in the, in the, uh, 
uh, eating the intro. Yeah, might, yes, I think it might be. Yes, I think it might be. And there actually was, right, where it was so much candy and cookies and stuff in there that that there was all, very little room for ice cream. And the density of that much candy and cookies, like, <laughs> made it, like, almost a mountain too high to climb to yeah, finish but, I, right? but you, you pulled it off. Of course, I will. I, I'll suffer for my art, <laughs> of course. But, uh, but yeah, there, there, and, but the opposite of that is how disappointing it is when you get ice cream and there's not enough fixings, right? Sure. The too much fixing scenario seems unthinkable because how many you times... You the Goldilocks level of fixing. It's got to it. be just, yeah. How many times in our life, I, I'll speak for myself, not putting words in your mouth, but how many times in your life you felt completely cheated by the fixings system and how you were, you know, totally, uh, you know, uh, just uh, boxed out of your, your access to fixings. We need fixings justice, man. That's it. That's we need it. a universal fixing standard. Yes, there needs to be a standard. Applied to all treats, coast yes. to coast. Well, yes, speaking indeed. of treats, what was your, what was you know, the dirtiest I, thing you Yeah, eat? you know, I'm trying to think of what the dirtiest thing I've eaten was, Um, you know, with Tara's birthday today and, you know, like a random thing too. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but last week, my daughters were off for a whole week in the middle of November. Right. No reason. They're just the whole school district is off. It turns out the whole state. I don't, nice. know, if it's high, I don't know if it's high school on down, but it's definitely like eighth grade on down. Everybody off. And wow. like you you and I went to high school and, and, and elementary school in Jersey. Never had that whole week off. Like two in November, be, yeah. Two weeks before yeah. Thanksgiving, just an entire week off, nope. nine days off, right? So needless wow. to say, the girls are home. So like, you know, the, it's just, it's harder and harder to stay on your program. So the half-eaten like, bowls. Yes. Are, lots they're of like landmines. Or just like, <laughs> or just the excuse for like an ice cream cone at like. Sure. 8.30 p.m. on a Thursday. Like, you know, I mean, where, when you're in a good groove, it doesn't happen, but it just sort of happens, right, in, in conditions like this. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on over the last 96 hours. So, um, I, I, but I can't point any of it out as being specifically uh, egregious um, in any way. But I will say, along the same topic of fixings uh, and, and conver the conversation from the last cast, there's still been a good amount of leftover Halloween candy. Being I was going to, that was my yes. follow-up question. Was, yes. All right. So you're, you're diligently carving through that. Yes. Yes. All it's right. my duty. It's my duty to do so. Um, the, absolutely diligently carving through. Now, here's the thing though. Yesterday was Sunday. There was lots of football on Sunday. My Raiders who are about to play your dolphins this coming week played last Big night. Game. Yes. Sunday night football. Um, my, my resurgent upstart Raiders. Did they win last night? They did. They did, they beat, last did they beat the Jets? They beat the Jets last night, yes. Dude, uh, I, meant, they, I meant to text you to ask you to put it in, to put in an order for one big Jets loss. Yes, I got I, uh, gotcha. Gotcha, I no always, problem. I, it's like, uh, I it was celebrate that anytime it happens. It was an ugly game at one point. It was 9-9, and it was all field goals. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and then and then the Raiders managed to get on the board with a touchdown, and and uh, and then uh, and then the end up, final ended up being 16-12, but it was hairy. It was still hairy. It's funny. It's, Amen. Like, it's funny. You know, you realize like uh, not to not to digress. Uh, I'll get back to the fixings. But you realize how in sports, like even the teams that aren't very good, there's still some studs on those teams. And like and even guys who are maligned still yeah. got the goods. And like the last play of the game came down to like Zach Wilson scrambling like Randall Cunningham and throwing a Hail Mary into the end zone, bro, that only hit Jet Hands. And I was like, bro, wow. bro, like, and it was not like, yeah. it was not a chump play. It was like a legit John Elway play. 
and, yeah. that, and somebody easily could have caught that and broken my heart at 11.30 I mean, night last night. Oh, in the last oh, uh, 15 years. So oh, bro. That would bro. have been a very Raider-like turn of oh, events, I hate to bro, say. <laughs> bro, yeah. If you if you get an opportunity to see the last play of the game. Oh, I'm going to look like, it oh, up. Dude. Yeah, second word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Brett Favre. It was Brett Favre at the end of the game. Like, it was not Zach Wilson. He did, like, I a little – he shook Max Crosby and then just like threw it 60 yards into the end zone. And like I said, he only hit jet hands. There are very few things I root for in sports. I mean, four might be the wrong word, but one of them is for unique Jets suffering. Sure. If there's a. <laughs> oh, bro, bro. I, prefer, I mean, this year I with prefer, Aaron Rodgers' injury, bro, I mean, that is as I never bad as it want gets. anyone to get hurt. Of course not. However. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I wasn't real. I'd much rather he play and the Jets just lose. Don't right, get me course. wrong. Of course, of course. But there was a beauty in the hard knocks, oh. rolling out, you know, sure, the buffet, sure, sure. the press of conference, and here come the Jets, and we're going from nothing to Super Bowl contenders. Your name is back. To just like yeah, immediately yeah. first play, that's <laughs> oh, over. Oh, man. I, I didn't know, want sure. it to be from no, no. Uh, injury, but of as a Dolphins not. fan, when you don't win, Yes. This is these are what your victories start to turn into. These yes. are where you oh, look for sure. For, when you can't get to a Super Bowl, let alone win a Super Bowl, um, these become these are my Super Bowls are Bro, they're they're no anti Super Bowls. Oh, they're yeah. not what are the Dolphins gonna win this year? It's what are the Jets going to right. Oh, <laughs> and the Pats. The Pats got so good that it was like, I can't even what am I oh. even doing? I'm suffering not just rooting for the Dolphins to win. I'm wasting my time hoping oh. for the Pats to I lose. Mean, That's how if, good that is. If I'm honest, as a, with you as a Dolphins fan, the Jets fans out there, as a Raiders fan, we're I'm, we're all kindred spirits. We can lie to ourselves yeah. what we want, but uh, of course, we're all just suffering, long suffering. Like my my pain goes back to to the Tuck rule yeah. and just everything <laughs> everything that came out of one play, one bad call in an important game, fork in the road. Oh my God. You yeah. know, and it's just the, the ascent of Tom Brady and Patriots culture and all those things that are still damaging my team to this day. We just fired. Well, the, I mean, every time the there's like a coach. fumble, is it a fumble or is it an incomplete pass? Yeah. Every time that comes up now, I yep. think of that immediately. Well, and I said, we, it's still impacting the, Ra the Raiders negatively to this day. We just fired a Belichick coach. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. No, it's, know, if it's not for the Tuck rule, that guy's never the coach. Time. That guy's never the coach yeah. of the Raiders if it weren't for the Tuck rule. You know, yeah. it's just the craziest shit ever. It's like, it's, it's it finds you new ways to, to suffer. But so, yeah, I, I'm all about congrats on the win and thank you for the Jets defeat. You're, you're very nice welcome. Uh, so, yeah, we'll so my, my eating was not as great as it was. The Talenti, fantastic. Lots of ice cream cones over here. Uh, lots of uh, Halloween leftover candy. Uh, very traditional. Last question before we end this PowerCast. Have you tried yeah. the Mambo sauce yet? I haven't. Have you it's noticed gonna happen. the national ad campaign? Have you noticed I have. the TV commercials here's about Mambo sauce? I like, I've what never is eat McDonald's. I know you don't. But I've been saying every day, <laughs> like, I got to go to the – do you think they care if I just got the sauce? Like, that's where I'm at. Can I go because to I'm the like, drive-thru and just pay for the sauce? Yeah, like this, I just want the sauce. <laughs> I'm going to put it on different chicken. Yeah, oh, I get it. I understand. Um, it's so stupid. Like, who am I? I can't eat some nuggets. The like, mambo sauce. 
You got to go but in it's there. It's got to be about like the right go in time. There. Yeah, you got to go in there and buy a Diet Coke and just say, hey, can I have some mambo sauce? And then we're going to say, oh, yeah, I put it I'm in like, my Diet Coke. I, I need to like improve my diet too much to allow for a McDonald's meal right understood, now. Understood, understood. I, I get it. I respect it. So it's got to, it's going to be a time or place, and I'm not there yet. But uh, we can just we can distill it down to a simple statement. You're better than me, and that's fine. I'm comfortable. No, with no, it's no. Okay. I'm not. If I were, <laughs> I could absorb the nutrition bomb of going to McDonald's. I'd be there right now. No problem. I'm just there for lunch. It's not going to mess it. No. Yep. I'm hanging by Fair a enough. thread Fair and enough. the mambo sauce might be the difference. <laughs> but gonna... <laughs> Man, it'll fortify but, uh, the I, thread. I, it's good. The mambo sauce will fortify the thread. It'll make the, the thread stronger. It's the glue. It's the glue. It's literally made out of glue. Yes, it might it be. Can be the it's delicious glue. I'm, I'm still committed. It's, it's the, at least it's at least top five most delicious glues you've ever eaten. You know, some people make resolutions to start the year right. Yes. Well, I do it differently. I'm making a resolution to end the year wrong. Yes. And I'm committed to before the end of 2023. You can only get writer from there. I'm going to go Mambo. Yes. Get the Mambo sauce. Go to McDonald's. Yes. Dude, I'm TV committed to that. There's TV commercials about Mambo oh, sauce. Oh, dude, I'm getting hit with ads. I'm sure they're hearing <laughs> me talk about it for both sure. both sauces, new I'm sauces. Sure. I'm like, they're like, oh, do Sco. We got to get Sco. We got to get Sco. We got to shoot a Mambo sauce commercial. We got to shoot. I'm like, I'm going to go to Wendy's for the food and McDonald's for the sauce. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm. Uh, it's a strategy I'm, I'm fine with. I'm fine oh with I got to do what I got to do. End of That's the right. year resolution. It's coming. Okay. Yep. We will. I will update. All right. Well, I got to run, but awesome yep. power cast. Beautiful Good cast, stuff, bro. dude. Yep. And uh, take care, everybody. Be mindful. Yes. And uh, if you have a diet, dietary or nutritional or training question, always hit us with one. We love to explore uh, everybody's personal journey and see if we can come up with something productive. So very much so. Very uh, much hit so. us and up. It, and it, it's a cycle too. It improves us, right? We we talk about this stuff. Always. About that's what. We yep. entertain these other perspectives, and it, it makes never us better ends. in the process for sure. That's it. All right, bro. Take care. Yeah. We'll talk next time. Peace. Great stuff, man. Peace. Yeah.